0: You're now listening to the Deep Edge Podcast with your host, technology expert, Ray Moda, giving you the rundown on telecom, cloud, and all things business and tech. This is the Deep
1: Edge Podcast. Let's go!
0: Hello, hello, and welcome to this podcast where we're going to talk about some of the transitions or next waves that we see going on in managed service. And we saw this whole aggressive growth in what we call SD-WAN and the whole capability to not only give control and visibility, but to be able to simplify some of the operational aspects of it. But what we're finding out is that from a service provider perspective is that they need to look at more than SD-WAN. They need to look at the whole holistic of managed service and how to simplify it, how to automate in a cross-domain environment, how to onboard, and do all the things related to service delivery. So I'm excited in this podcast we're going to have joining us, who's a subject matter expert from Cisco, Yvonne Malia. Yvonne, how you doing? It's Ray Mota. Hey, Ray. I'm doing very well. How are you, sir? Good, good. I'm doing well. Thanks for thanks for joining. It's Friday and it's sunny Arizona. Now, where are you located?
1: Uh, i am in um, central coast in
0: california oh, okay so you're in good, you're in good weather you're not in the uh East coast snowstorm and stuff like that so well good well welcome again to to the podcast. One of the things i I talked about in the beginning part the shifting in managed services and some of the new requirements to simplify right and create more efficiencies on on addressing the managed services business now one of the things that your subject matter experts in is is regarding one of the, the the cisco product according to the msx so maybe for our audience right what is the fundamental problem that msx addresses
1: yeah of course certainly Um, If I could summarize it in a really single sentence here, it's how do we shorten the time required to create a service off of a product? So that would be in a a nutshell. And what we mean by that is if we take, for example, an access point, we need to create a managed Wi-Fi service off of it. Um, So if I'm a managed managed service provider customer, I need to think about creating a service that I can turn on on on-demand, add security to it, provide guest Wi-Fi access, and then in addition to these uh, service and user-specific outcomes, I need to add metering and billing. Uh, And that's something we help uh, as well, too.
0: Excellent. Now, maybe I should have asked that in the beginning. What's your role at at Cisco there in the group?
1: So I'm the head of global business development for for managed services uh, through MSX.
0: Okay, great. Now, now you talked about some of the the fundamental problems, right? What big issues or what does it really solve in in the existing environments there?
1: Yeah, so we have a very heterogeneous uh, environment where most of the services consumed today are composite services. They are part of a a complex service chains. They are part of complex uh, environments with different types of devices. Um, And um, simplification of... uh, creating services off of these products, uh, providing ruthless automation on um, provisioning the devices that are part of a service, it's, uh, it's a big issue. So we need first to have uh, an activation engine that efficient, efficiently connects and provisions new devices through zero touch provisioning methods, and then creates this service in a way that could be uh, delivered on demand. And as I said before, um, scaled up and down, uh, adding additional components to it going forward, and then metering and billing it. Once we, we're done with that activation engine piece, that's where the, what we call the service creation and service delivery comes in.
0: I got it. Yeah, no, so the so the different parts of service creation and, and the onboarding part of it. Now, one of the things that's a challenge is that when you look at um, the environment uh, in present mode of operation is that you have kind of like this whole multi-vendor environment. How, how is that you're addressing that? Because I, I don't know of one uh, service provider MSP that just has one vendor piece.
1: Right, yeah, that's a great question, Ray. So we created a platform um, that has uh, multi-service capabilities in addition to things such as uh, multi-tenancy, multi-domain, multi-vendor. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, uh, a platform uh, it's based on, a, um, under the hood, under many components from that come from Cisco. We also have a network services orchestrator that we use for uh, a managing device models and the service models through uh, a Yang and NatConf uh, protocol. So the platform we built around it is cloud native. It could be deployed either in a public cloud or a private cloud. Uh, most of our customers today consume that off the cloud, uh, pub- public cloud. And uh, it's specifically made uh, for creating and managing these composite services across the three domains and the way Cisco defines domains. We have campus, we have edge and we have cloud domains. So the the most important thing is the one that I mentioned before is that activation engine for physical and virtual network functions uh, with with zero touch provisioning and rich template management. Now the service creation enables uh, a rapid creation uh, uh, from, that goes from product to services in minutes. And really these these heterogeneous services, uh, such as router plus firewall, uh, Cisco SD-WAN by, by Vitella and Meraki, and how can we create the hybrid SD-WAN uh, environments between these different products. Uh, integration with campus domain by integrating with Cisco's DNA center and um uh, and portfolio, the identity services engine. And then lastly, when this development was was completed, essentially we started looking at the multi-domain orchestration aspects and how to provide a single pane of glass management across these three domains. And I'll sum up here, right, I spoke spoke about the activation engine, which was really precursor to all of this. The second was developing the specific domain capabilities for creating services off of products. And then the third aspect is, now that I have uh, a rock-solid activation engine, uh, a services creation and delivery mechanism for composite services, I'm looking at creating a single pane of glass management across these three domains. Uh, Things such as a hybrid SD-WAN consistent policy that goes from SD-WAN down into the LAN uh, L3 um, uh, overlays for for macro segmentations and things like that. Things that 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 are part of security and policy that are consistent between these domains.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, I think you brought up a good point. This is more than just management, like SD-WAN. This is across all these domains and and uh, helping the managed service address some of the issues. Of multi-tenant and multi-service, right? Uh, across and, and the hope is to reduce the complexity, right? Uh, in, in how you handle that workflow point of view. Did I get that right, or did I miss? Yeah, anything?
1: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You 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 hit the nail on the head because it's it's one thing to provide capabilities on on a specific uh, CPs and specific services, and then the other thing is once we have that platform and we introduce it into customer stack. We ought to find a way to simplify that adoption, right? So that's why we have a platform uh, uh, consumed off of a public or private cloud. Mm -hmm. Customers can use MSX as a standalone application for, for managing and delivering these services to their customers without going into the OSS BSS systems. Also, if they desire to do so, and we have a number of engagements right now. Uh, this is a one-time effort effectively. Instead of managing the siloed services going from campus to edge to to, uh, a cloud, uh, that integration, uh, if, if desired, happens only one time, where MSX acts as a common framework for service integration, service catalog, and all the delivery and operations. So we're effectively impacting everything from from, as I said, going from product to services, everything from operations, deployment, and then down to specific devices and services. And then lastly, focus is is on delighting the users and operators as well by providing a visual way. Uh, We have a user portal and operator portal uh, to show that enterprise view of the network across different tenants and customers, across different services, and then across these domains. Uh, and that's uh, that's really eye candy type of portal that is we, we put a lot of accent on, on developing that uh, aspect of the platform as well.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're, you're touching on some key. As a as a person, a former CTO who used to run a managed services business, one of the challenges we always had, even was you know we had all these domains and we had you know all these different ways to manage those but you're providing kind of like a single painted glass right within these uh domains and creating orchestration and automation across from that uh from that environment so i think you solve a an interesting issue now uh, maybe uh from from a closing point of view from your experience and the customers you're working with what what are some of the initial benefits that you see on top of what i just mentioned there
1: yeah, so it will be about the opportunity cost. Uh, it's about how to shorten that time to market for introducing new services to to end customers. Um, MSX platform, especially our as-a-service offer, uh, off of the public cloud, it's, it's something we can set up in a matter of hours. Uh, we can prove this day in, day out with new customers that we sign up. Um, that time to market for, for within under a week is, is something we strive for. Uh, then, as we look look further out for the opportunity costs, the way we look at that is when we compare two different projects. I could I could use uh, MSX to deliver my new services, or I can spend time uh, developing my own platform. And we have customers who have come back to us and and said, even if I do this, I'll merely be on par with you. So. Maybe I should focus on my services and my outcomes with my customers and have, have MSX uh, provide that, that platform capabilities. And then in these cases, in terms of just sheer benefits, uh, we're seeing 14 months faster time to market with MSX just because all the pre- precursor uh, uh, components are available for customers to go within a week and provide a service to their end customer. We're seeing 18 months faster project break-even with MSX. We look at the first 12 months uh, only, we're looking at a 40% uh, decrease in costs that are associated with bringing new services to market. Uh, 55% more revenue over uh, a typical three-year term um, and uh, over 40% margin uh, that some of these projects would hit with MSX already in year three. Um, That's on the opportunity cost, the other part is um, operational efficiency benefits just simply by providing ruthless automation and uh, and the capabilities we discussed today. We're seeing up to seventy percent improvement in cutting down the operational costs that are associated with create new services, provision new devices across this domains, get service health and stuff like that. Uh, we even have customers who are managing some of the services, the new services through through a spreadsheet, right? And that's where this ruthless automation comes in with MSX. Where suddenly they can have that as a single portal, uh, they can look at the entire uh, state of the enterprise network, regardless of how many element managers and how many CPs there are across their tenants. Uh, and that alone is, is a huge benefit uh, in terms of saving time required to to get insights.
0: Yeah, those are some some compelling benefits and actually interesting number. Do you mind? because coming back, I guess, right, and having another podcast where we can go deeper into those benefits and peel the onion. Yes, absolutely. Good, very good, very awesome. good. Awesome. I appreciate that. So uh, to our audience, we'll have uh, another podcast and we'll have the honor of having Ian joining us again. And there'll be a series of podcasts related to this whole topic about simplifying and managing your managed services business. So with Ivan, this is Raymota. Thanks for joining this podcast. Thanks, Ray. And to the audience, uh, thank you again. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Deep Edge Podcast. Make sure to follow Ray Moda on Twitter and LinkedIn at rmoda. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. Want even more? Head over to acgcc.com to access exclusive bonus content. Till next time.